Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney WTF, where we talk about what's the fuss about Disney. We're a Disney couple. One of us is a Disney lover, and one of us is just still trying to figure all this stuff out. But somehow we've figured out a way to make this relationship work. All the way to episode 21. Episode 21. That's pretty crazy. We can now legally drink at Epcot with our episode number. How would it drink? I'm just letting you know that 21 is a legal drinking age in America. Yes, it is. <laughs> For anybody who's listening overseas, it's unfortunate, but it's, yeah. <laughs> it is the way it is. You gotta be 21. You can go to war at 18, but you can drink alcohol only at 21. I know. Let's not get political, though. Yeah. I don't want to go too far. Okay. Well. <laughs> How's it going, Richie? <laughs> I'm doing okay. We got power back, so, you know, I'm doing good. Yeah. Another another evening episode. Another evening episode. And like you were saying, we just got power back a few days ago, post Irma. Yes. And yeah, it, it feels like we never left. Yeah. How are you feeling? I feel good. I'm so excited to be back talking Disney. We've got so much to talk yes. about. It's yes. pretty unbelievable. Yes. We, we could slight hiatus of a week due to Hurricane Irma. But it feels like longer. It does feel like a long time. It did feel like a long time, but... It's like I haven't spent this much time with you in a while. I know, but um, but you know what? Headlines. All right. So my first headline, it's a pretty big one. Okay. Epcot, as you may or may not know, is celebrating their 35th anniversary on October 1st. Yes. Okay. But with that, of course, comes special things that are going to happen at Epcot. Mm -hmm. Number one, special merchandise. I mean, that one, you know, we could have figured that out. That's fine. Yeah. But there's also going to be a special 10.01 a.m., which I'm not sure if 10.01 actually signifies anything, but 10.01 a.m. performance by the fountain on the stage of Voices of Liberty. Do you want me to let you know what the 10.01 signifies? Oh my gosh, what? It's October 1st, the date. Oh my God, I'm such an idiot. (laughs) Of course it is. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I got you. This is why this works here. (laughs) We complement each other so well. Okay. Wow, you just blew my mind. Yeah. I need a minute to recover from that one. <laughs> you just said October first. How did you not make that? Because. Okay. Anyways, well. so October first at ten oh one a.m. There's going to be a special performance by Voices of Liberty, which is the acapella group from the American Adventure in Epcot. Oh, okay. So it's going to be super awesome. I don't know what the what they're going to sing, but I know it's just going to be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. There's also going to be a special commemorative guidebook mm-hmm. that's going to be released that day. So go pick one up if you're there on October 1st. It's probably going to be pretty awesome. 10.01. Well, <laughs> hopefully earlier. <laughs> um, and not only that, to cap off the whole day, there's going to be a special fireworks show of illuminations Mm -hmm. so illuminations of course is there every single night but there's going to be a a 35th anniversary version of it at night so just to recap that is it 1001 is that a.m or p.m that the singing will happen that's a.m okay so 1001 a.m on october 1st Mm -hmm. there will be a special singing group at epcot where at the fountain view stage which is right behind the fountain cool all right so people know so they can plan Ah, yeah, good one. No problem. Yeah, so it's going to be really, really cool. And if you're going to be there, please put out pictures on social media. We'd love to see it. Or well, I definitely would. Yeah. Um, yeah, and let us know how it goes. 
Cool. All right, next headline. Another Epcot update, actually. Construction has begun in the France Pavilion for the Ratatouille ride. Oh, cool. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm really looking forward to this ride, and you know why? Well, because I have like a really funny movie quote. That's, go ahead and do it. I don't know what. Oh, the the ooh when he like when he when he's talking about the cat. Super funny. Anyway, I'm gonna find that and I'm gonna post on Instagram. Okay. My favorite my favorite quote from Red Dead Two movie. Okay. Well, let me. I'll, I'll. I'm gonna give you a little background about his favorite part of the whole movie. It's when Skinner realizes that something's happening and something's wrong, and then he starts to go crazy, and then he does what noise? Ooh, he like he like claps his hands. It's super funny. Oh. Like him and that was it the cat? No, the mouse, the rat. Yeah. He's like him and that rat. Ooh, it's they're really toying with my mind. They're toying with yes. That I cried of laughter in that movie. Like it was so funny. And every time I watch it again, I think I cry a little bit because of how funny it is. And I've seen Ratatouille a million times, but I think I've seen that scene two million times just because Richie replays it on YouTube so often. It's so funny. Which I hope there's somewhere in that ride he's like doing this, like <laughs> doing the, that scene part. I will lose it if that happens. I don't know. I'll absolutely lose it. Someone make that happen, Disney. I appreciate it. Well, just so you know, the basis of the ride is when you're shrunk down to Remy, which is, you know, the rat, mm -hmm. and you're seeing everything in his size, and you're going through this ride. Oh, that's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. So everything's going to be larger than life, it's yeah. going to be pretty awesome. It's, a, cool it's a ride actually from Disneyland Paris. And they're. Oh, they already have that there? Mm -hmm. So it's already there. Mm -hmm. And they're going to um, make the same one in Epcot. Cool. Okay. And with that, actually, gonna, is going to come a whole expansion of the France Pavilion. Like, it's not just going to be the addition of the ride, it's mm -hmm. going to be a whole expansion of, of course, food, you know, one of the best parts about Disney, mm -hmm. and merchandise, and all kinds of things. Nice. It's going to be awesome. Next headline. What's next? <laughs> next headline is actually going to be a Hurricane Irma debrief. Okay. Because that was it was pretty big news here across you know, across the southeast, and of course our hearts go out to everyone who was affected by all the Atlantic hurricanes this year. It's been a pretty crazy year mm -hmm. in terms of natural disasters. Um, we were actually in Orlando for my brother's wedding the Saturday that Irma hit. Which, I mean, it, that's a crazy coincidence and timing, isn't it? Yes. It was, uh, you know, we, ha we had to be there and it wasn't something that we were going to, I guess, miss out on, obviously, because it was an important day, mm -hmm. a big day for Matt, so Matt and Michelle. So, you know, we were there in Orlando and thinking that we were going to, you know, it was like the best escape route from... Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, the destruction that was possibly going to happen in Miami. I know, which is funny because everybody had the same idea. Yeah. So the, the actual drive to Orlando from South Florida was pretty ridiculous. We took back roads that I never even knew existed. Yeah. Um, and it usually takes us three and a half hours, I think, probably like, you know, on a good straight trip there. And it took us about like almost six, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So almost double the time it normally takes us. It took us about six hours to drive into Orlando. Yeah. Not not intentionally for Disney. I know. <laughs> it's this is the second trip to Orlando I've had in a row where Disney is not the actual purpose of the trip. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, it it actually Irma made a nice sharp right to the east and went straight up the, the state of Florida. 
and uh, we did not go unscathed in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Well, it made a left to miss Miami. Yeah, which is which great we for thought, yeah, Miami. You know, being that we live here, we were pretty concerned about what the destruction might have been, you know, here at home. Mm-hmm. But it went left, missed Miami, kind of grazed us, which we still got like I think 100 mile per hour gust, but yeah. technically it wasn't like a dead on hit. Mm-hmm. And then the eye came straight for Orlando, know. you know, but luckily it was a much weaker hurricane at that time. But yeah, we still legit got hit by a hurricane in Orlando. I know. And it was it was terrifying. So we were actually staying in a condo uh, a couple miles outside of the Disney Resort. Mm-hmm. And we just heard howling winds all night long. And I was terrified that a tornado was going to come and take out all the windows in the townhome yeah. that we were staying in. So the, the cool thing was because we were so close, so there was a time when we were there that the, there was, we were hungry mm-hmm. and we needed toilet paper. Post-hurricane. Yeah. No, no, no. This was before the hurricane. Was it? No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was after. Oh, it was before. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're right. So it was before the hurricane came. We had, um, we were trying to prepare, you know, for, you know, to basically buckle down. And it was the night before basically the storm was coming Mm -hmm. and everything was closed um, except Disney. Disney was like open, Mm -hmm. like, well, not the parks, though. I don't think the parks were open, but you could have gone to eat. Where did we go? Pop Century? We went to Pop Century Resort. We went to Pop Century Resort. We had an awesome breakfast. Yeah, so this was, we were actually looking around for coffee and mm-hmm. things had already shuttered down. Wawa was closed and that was going to be our go-to breakfast spot. And like I was saying, we're so close to Disney. Like mm-hmm. if I, if only we could just go. Yeah. And then I saw on social media that Disney uh, cafeterias and the resorts were still open. So I'm mm-hmm. like, we need to go to Pop Century. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. So um, we went there, had a great breakfast. Yes. Um, and it was cool because um, I waited in line to ask some someone at the front desk something, but I started overhearing like conversations of people, you know, talking about the hurricane, obviously, because that was on everyone's mind and then being at Disney. And it was crazy. Like I at some point I overheard this one lady say, you know, Disney might be one of the safest places for you know, people to be in Florida, Mm -hmm. you know, like one of the, not the safest, but like one of the safest places that you can possibly be during a hurricane. Mm -hmm. So it's crazy how safe people actually felt at Disney. Yeah. And even more so the the Disney did it. They made it so that even though you were riding out a hurricane, you still had a a ton of fun things to do. So for instance, we went there to eat breakfast, which they were also selling, um, lunch boxes of sorts so that you can bring back to the room and you'll have it in your room to eat in case Mm. the conditions deteriorate too much so that you'd have to you couldn't go out um but they they had character meet and greets we met well we got close to woody we didn't meet him yeah the army guy (laughs) and the army guy um they were playing games there were arts and crafts there was just a ton of things going on in the pop century lobby and this is only one resort that they were doing all this and they were doing it across all the resorts, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, they had all kinds of fun games and activities. And, like, people were there playing, you know? Yeah. Like, people, like, they didn't want to just be in their rooms. They were, they were, they had the arcade there. It was it was a pretty packed lobby. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, and, and it sucks because you could kind of see, you know, the amount of people that were there that had, like, they had made plans or just mm-hmm. somehow it happened that, you know, a hurricane was going to be coming while they were at Disney and... I don't think they were locals because they probably either went home or Mm -hmm. stayed home or whatever. But you can tell that the people that were there were people that 
had made very serious plans about being at Disney that weekend. Mm -hmm. And um, I think Disney did an awesome job at, I guess, trying to like make it as magical as possible during the during the hurricane. So. Yeah, and all the cast members that you know were away from their homes, being there at work to accommodate their guests. I mean, that's just immense dedication, and yeah. it's just so awesome. Yeah. And then I heard like at Animal Kingdom Lodge they had sing-alongs and dance parties, which I'm sure happened across so many resorts. I, I, yeah. I don't know. Like I know it was a hurricane, but it sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like they're like like a hurricane. We gotta go to Disney. I know. <laughs> what? Funny. There's a hurricane. <laughs> but yeah, so Disney the parks were closed for a couple days afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, it, it was. Yeah, and then they reopened, and I guess things were getting cleaned up pretty quickly after the storm had passed because yeah. they were only closed for two days. Yeah. But it was, it was, I, I hesitate to say it was fine, but it was like a, a nice Disney dose, yeah. even in the event of a disaster. It was fun. Disaster. For, it was fun for what it was, you yeah. know, like the worst case scenario, basically, for a lot of people. Yeah, but. I agree. So it was pretty cool. Anyway, so. That's our hur Hurricane Irma debrief. Again, our hearts go out to everybody who was affected by all the storms this year because it's it's really just a sad situation. And um, yeah, but we're going to move on. So I want to go over an upcoming trip that we are going to embark on. And it's happening on October 6th, the weekend of October 6th. It is my niece's second birthday. Yeah. And where are we going? We're going to Disney World. Yes. Super exciting. Mackenzie. Mackenzie's going to be two, a little monster, at Disney. Yes. The last time she was at Disney, she was a little bit younger, maybe like uh, a year, a couple months. And now she's obsessed with Minnie Mouse from watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse on Disney Junior. Mm -hmm. And she ha has Minnie Mouse bathing suit and clothes, purses, dolls. This is dolls. how it starts. Yeah. This is, the, this is how it starts. Well, you have to plant the seed early. Yeah. Because if you don't, then you end up like you and... <laughs> what? Normal? <laughs> <laughs> An old man yeah. <laughs> who doesn't appreciate magic. <laughs> so, but in talking to my sister, she had concerns about traveling to Disney World with not only a toddler, but a six-month-old. Yeah, because she also has a six-month-old that we're going with. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are we are not so like full disclosure. Full disclosure, we are not parents and we do not have any children. But um, being that Lori is a f fair to say Disney, you know, expert, her sister is looking to her for advice on, you know, how to best have a good experience. I guess while bringing kids along. Yeah. Right. And it's it's almost like you think about Disney and yes, it's magical. It's a lot of fun for the whole family, but it could be a crazy disaster with young kids. It's crowded. It's hot. It's loud. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it doesn't seem like a good recipe for yeah. young children at all. And you know, you're saying it doesn't seem that way, mm -hmm. but I think firsthand when I'm there, I'm looking at like all the like meltdowns, like meltdowns of mm -hmm. both parents and kids, mm -hmm. you know, of how like, and it's crazy to think because, you know, the kids maybe don't really appreciate this or can like understand. But when I'm at Disney and I see like people just angry and upset, I'm like, oh, yeah, my God, like, I know. It, we're at I Disney. Do, it definitely happened. And like it happened. Yo, people, families there are like upset. They get into arguments. You know, kids mm -hmm. are, you know, running wild and um, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's de it's definitely tough. And I, I'm. 
am not ready to be a parent. So kudos to all the parents who do bring their children to no Disney. No one's ever ready to be a parent. I mean, okay. I don't know. Like, exactly. Oh. So there you go. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my sister, I wanted to know what were her top concerns mm -hmm. about bringing young kids, really young kids, to Disney World? Mm -hmm. So here's a brief overview of what our trip's going to be, just for reference. So we made a character breakfast reservation for Friday morning, October 6th, which is actually Mackenzie's birthday, so it's mm -hmm. going to be lots of fun, at Minnie's Beach Bash Breakfast at the Beach Club. Um, it's we, we, went, we went there. Yeah. Remember we went to the ice cream store, Beaches and Cream? Yeah. And yeah, okay, so you know. And then we're going to hit up Magic Kingdom for the day. And then Saturday, we're going to go to Epcot and attempt to do food and wine amongst the masses of people who mm -hmm. are probably going to be doing food and wine on a Saturday. So we're going to Epcot with the kids? Because isn't Epcot like an adult place? Mm, I think it definitely has a lot more things for adults to do. I don't think that it's necessarily an adult place though. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like. I feel like an adult, depending on what kind of things you're going for, might have more fun at a place like Epcot versus at Magic Kingdom for a whole day. Mm -hmm. But that's that's a separate conversation, okay. I think. Don't okay. you think? <laughs> well, okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, but anyways, because I, I still think there's, there's things for kids to do okay. at Epcot. But that's just a brief overview of what our itinerary is going to be. So it's going to be kind of a short trip, but it's, it's still going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So... Stacy's first question, Stacy, my sister, where are good places to breastfeed? Okay. <laughs> Start off with a bang. I know. <laughs> I know. Because our, our, our nephew, Jackson, is only six months. He is still breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. And, you know, especially nowadays, there's a lot of conversations about women feeling comfortable in public and about anybody feeling comfortable witnessing somebody yeah. being breastfed. So, but Disney has lots of accommodations to okay. be able to breastfeed at their parks. So you could go to the baby care center, which is actually in all of the parks. Okay. And they have private nursing rooms. They have high chairs for feedings. They have a little kitchen area with a microwave if you wanted to heat up a bottle. Do you know how many they have like per park or is it just one per park? It's or is one it per stations? park. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it is only one per park, um, and I haven't been an active participant in the baby care center because mm -hmm. you know we should walk in there and just like explore. Like, what's going on in here, guys? I know. Op open How the breastfeeding room. Yeah. Like, just checking. <laughs> <laughs> Close the door. Yeah, but they do have private areas that you can um, nurse a baby, and they actually even have diapers, medication, like mm -hmm. over-the-counter medications available things like that for sale. So yeah. it, it they have thought of the fact that babies are going to be coming to their parks and they're going to be need, they're going to have needs mm -hmm. that need to be taken care of. So, but let's say you're far away from the baby care center. Then there are quiet spots amongst the, the parks that you can find a corner to, to breastfeed. Mm -hmm. Because the thing about Disney is it's, it's so immersive that you really cannot explore every nook and cranny of the parks. Even as much experience as I have at the parks, there's still going to be little hidden corners that are quieter and that are offer more privacy so to breastfeed. So make an app, like here are the mm, best breastfeeding spots. That's a good idea. For Disney. You wanna do that? Yeah, I need my suggestion box, God darn it. <laughs> darn it. <laughs> I'm gonna get this suggestion box, I really am. 
I need to make a note and leave a message to myself to make a suggestion box. Siri, then, remind me to make a suggestion box. Yeah, and then really ship it off. Like legit, like here, here Disney. Here, I know, Disney's going to get this crazy handmade box. What are they going to do with it? They're probably going to destroy it. <laughs> they're not going to open that. Is terrorism? <laughs> no, they're not going to open that. That's funny. I wouldn't yeah. if I was the male person. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's her first concern, okay. which we're definitely going to try out all these suggestions when we're there because yeah. we're going to have no choice. Yeah. So second, what sorts of food options are good for kids, like toddlers okay. at the parks? And I want to say like, you know, like Stacey, you don't need to be worried about this. There are so many food options for kids at these parks. A I lot would of, hope so. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's I Disney. Mean, I know. There's so many kid-friendly options. Yeah. And you know what? Like furthermore, like even though like our niece and nephew don't have any food allergies or special needs necessarily, like diet, dietary needs, but Disney's willing to accommodate that. They have gluten-free and vegetarian and all types of availability for mm. allergy-friendly options. So this is not, it's not something that you need to be concerned about, Stacey, yeah. if you're listening. Which just reminded me, we should probably get an EpiPen prescription. Okay. Just in case you talked about food allergies. We don't know what food allergies they have. Like, they haven't tried everything. No, they haven't. You know? They've tried a lot, though. I mean, yeah. they've eaten at McDonald's, so I'm pretty sure they've covered everything. <laughs> like, with one meal at McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> or at least Mackenzie has. Um, okay, her next thought, what are the best rides for kids? And she said, you know, she said just kids, but let's think of our demographic that we're looking at. We're looking at a two-year-old and a six-month-old. Can six-month-old even go on rides, though? Here's the thing. If you have, you can have an infant in lap on a lot, on a lot of rides. Okay. So, for instance, it's a small world. It's a slow-moving boat ride. You can carry Jackson just on your lap, and he'll look at the lights, listen to the songs. Oh, my goodness. He's going to have a blast on It's a Small World. Okay. <laughs> like he's going to have so much fun. Um, and the, but like, let's say he doesn't, you know, there's a ride that we want to go on, like Space Mountain, that obviously neither Jackson or Mackenzie will be able to ride. Or me. Why? Wait, which one's the one that has, like, the spaceship thing? I can't take that ride anymore. The one where I'm um, in like a little that's mission space mission space. I don't know if I can do that. I'll stay with the kids on that one. Okay. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a ride I found out. I was actually like a little claustrophobic for real. You know what? It's so, it's so crazy. The people, the <laughs> amount of people that don't like riding mission space are, I mean, it's so much more than I ever thought it would be. Yeah. Didn't you ever ride the Gravitron at the fair? I did. I love that thing. I was a, that, but it's different because the Gravitron, you can, you're still open. It's not about the, the experience of the ride. It's the combination of that feeling while being in such a small space. I get because it. Because the Gravitron okay. is like a big like a big room you're in that's spinning and you can still see people and you can like put your hand out and like put your feet up. Like that's different. <laughs> Whereas like you cannot move inside of mission space. Well, they do have your like chest bar over you. And then, oh my god. And so, no, the funny thing was too about this this ride is there's like two lines. There's like a, a line that's not so bad and like a bad line. So I was like, so the first time I was like, okay, I'm never doing this bad one again. I'm going to do the good, like the one that's like for easy people, right? <laughs> because I thought it was going to be like the Gravitron. It was going to be like open space and like, you know, you wouldn't feel that way. No, it's like it felt like the exact same thing. I didn't even know what the difference was. I still almost freaked out. Wow. 
Yeah. Well, we don't have anyway. to ride that ride. I'm sorry. No, you can ride it. I'll just stay with the kids outside. Okay. You and Stacy can go well ahead as many times as you want. <laughs> I'll, th- I'll fill three puke bags. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's definitely an indicator, I guess, if they have like available bags if you get sick. Yeah. That you like, especially the first time you're riding it, you're just like, what am I getting they into? They don't do enough warnings, I think, at the beginning of that they ride. They have lots of health warnings. No, on the but like, the ride. I feel like. They should let you know what it's like before you get on. Cause they just, do. In the pre-show video, they say, if you do not like enclosed, tight spaces, this and that. Yeah. But I guess you don't take it seriously, do you? Yeah, because I've done attention. other things. I've done other... Yeah, I don't know if I was paying attention. Because <laughs> I, I, I guess I was thinking, like, oh, this can't be that bad. Yeah. You know? But I don't know. I feel like I've been in other small spaces and I've been fine. Like, I drive a car and stuff. That's a real small space, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Well... Mission space aside, (laughs) they have um, rides, um, baby swapping on the rides, which means like if I... Sounds so weird. I know, it does. (laughs) What does it sound like to you? Baby swapping? I don't know. It's like... Can you take my kid while I take yours? That's funny. It's like taking a photo for someone. Hey, do you mind? Yeah. Like, what did you call it? A group fee? Yeah. So what is the, what is the baby, what is the baby swapping? So like, let's say I wanted to ride this ride and you wanted to ride this ride, Uh but you know, Mackenzie is too little to ride this ride. Uh So we can all wait in line together with, you know, the kid. And then once we get to the front, you can wait in a special designated area with Mackenzie while I go ride the ride and have fun. And then you give me Mackenzie and then you go ride the ride and have fun. Disney has that? Yeah. It's set up? Yeah. And they do it with strangers? What do you... No, 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 no. Like, you... You are going to be with the kid while I'm on the ride. Okay. Does that make sense? Kinda. I just thought, like, but who... Like, what if you were a single parent that went with your child? Would you leave mm. your kid with a stranger in a in a baby swap zone? Well, no, I wouldn't. Oh, okay. So this I is don't for... even think that they offer that actually. I think that's called daycare. Okay. <laughs> they do so, have babysitting huh. services on property, so, by the way. Because I'm trying to, I was just trying to understand the concept of the whole baby swapping thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. So Disney has a place that you can that's called baby swap zone. Yes, but it's imagine this: if you are waiting in line for Tower of Terror. Okay. Okay. And you get to the front of the line. You're about to get onto the ride. Mm -hmm. And you let a cast member know, like, we're going to do swapping. So what would happen is I'm going to go ride the ride first. Yeah. And then you're going to be with Mackenzie off of the ride in a special area. And then once I get off the ride, I go retrieve Mackenzie. And then you get on the ride without having to, like, wait in separate lines. Oh, okay. Oh, that's pretty cool. So so this is like a Disney thing. Everybody knows about this. Like every every cast member knows about baby swapping. I I think every cast member who works in a ride probably knows. Cool. That's cool. All right. I like that. That's a cool thing. But you did help like help remind me of a pretty good point. So like let's say if on Saturday when we go to food and wine, like, you know, we don't want to bring the kids. Because we just want to relax and enjoy what food and wine has to offer. You don't want to be a parent while drunk. Well, yes. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it like that. Yeah, but... that's what you're talking about. Okay. Okay, thank you for doing that. Uh-huh. <laughs> they, Disney actually offers uh, babysitting services. Really? Yeah, if you're staying in a resort, they do offer babysitting services. If you're staying in a resort? Yeah. Hmm. To my knowledge, it's only on resorts. You know what else you can only get if you're staying in a resort? What? Toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get toilet paper during Hurricane Irma because we were running out, but I wasn't staying on property. Couldn't get toilet paper. 
And mind you, we were desperate because there were no stores open. Yeah. And Walmart we was closed, Target, everywhere. We didn't plan for that. That was like, we got everything. We had gas, water, I like know. for days. We had like 25 paper. gallons of gas and cans in the back yeah. of our car. And we couldn't find toilet, toilet paper. paper. <laughs> anyway. Anywho. So, <laughs> um, so it's free? If you're staying on property, it's free? No, it's it's like paying a babysitter. Okay. I think. So if you're staying off property, you can't pay for that still? No, you definitely can. If, well, oh, not through Disney. Oh, okay. Of course you can get a babysitter. No, yeah, but I'm <laughs> saying like it won't be on Disney, like it won't be on Disney's watch. No, I don't think so. And I'm, I think a lot of it has to do with insurance issues. Hmm. But, okay. but it's good to know that if you do stay on property, that that's an option, especially like during, you know, if you want to have a special, yeah. a special day. Man, night. they should have, this is also going to go in my uh, suggestion, suggestion box. box. They should have like, like rogue babysitters. What do you hear, mean? hear me out. Oh so like you're there and they wear, I don't know, pink. Like everyone, if you're a rogue babysitter, you have a pink shirt on, right? And you just roam around, you know, thing like the you roam around the parks mm -hmm. and it's like if just something happens like just watch my baby for like 10 minutes like oh my goodness. <laughs> and then you go it's like the same thing it's like you know you know they're a i mean i guess you know you really have to do stuff to assure if not people will just show up and probably steal your kid but you see how this is falling apart i see how it's suggestion. kind of falling apart a little <laughs> bit but it would just be cool because sometimes like i'm sure like you're a parent and you're at Disney and you probably are not a professional at Disney and you see something that you really want to do or really want to experience, but you can't or something because, you know, you have to, you have the kid mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm. So you should be able to like look for one of the rogue babysitters, be like, you, Carol, come watch my baby real quick Carol. while I go do this <laughs> with my family. Cause like all, you know, it's like all the adults want to do it. You know, mm -hmm. which adult is going to stay back? Yeah. You know, because likely it'll be like, you know, the noble guy that's like, wish he could be having fun, but he's not because he's watching the baby because he's responsible. <laughs> right? <laughs> or you find Carol, the rogue babysitter, and everyone can enjoy that thing for five minutes. Let's run this idea by a parent to see right. what they feel about that. We'll see. Very, very interesting people, idea. People said Uber wasn't going to work. Okay, this might work too. Well, I mean, saying. I guess. Yeah, it. or Airbnb. Airbnb. Exactly. Mm -hmm. See, this could work. Yeah, that's true. Suggestion box. Okay. All right. So, anyways, there, but there are plenty of rides for for kids, and it, it's it's really good because Disney does offer the the height recommendations, well, requirements really, to to you know keep everybody safe. But I mean, if there's no height recommendation, then anybody mm -hmm. can go on these rides, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And I feel like Mackenzie's at an age now where she can just enjoy all of the rides. Yeah. And yeah. she's just gonna go crazy. It's just, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm hoping she'll remember it. It's hard. You, well, we're gonna capture everything. Yeah, that's true. On video. All right. So now here's another question. This is a really good question, actually. Mm. What about nap time? What are the best nap time strategies at Walt Disney World? It's gonna work for both adults and children. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> this is just, I mean, this is, it's like covering all bases. Yeah. But this is definitely something that I had to research. And online, there's some great suggestions and things that you, like really creative suggestions that you might not even think of. So the first one that I thought was such an awesome idea is taking advantage of Walt Disney World transportation. And I'm talking about the monorail loop, the train, the Walt Disney World Railroad at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Um, Just they, staying on it. Yes, the transportation, <laughs> um, the TTA in in uh, Tomorrowland. Uh -huh. 
I mean, they go around and around. Yeah. And it's such a good idea because it will like lull your child to yeah, sleep. It's quiet. It's so relaxing. Yeah. Like every adult That's a good idea. Every adult who has written these knows that you just wow, you just kick back and you're like, Oh my goodness, I wanna take a nap right How now. How cool would it be if like you just, you know, you know, show up, you have like a monorail kit and just show up, set up camp. Like in, in one of the in one of the cars, like you just like, like roll out the monorail, kick. Yeah, and then you just like the same people just see you going around, like and it's like you just you Carol, just stay, yeah, hey Carol, <laughs> you just stay in there, and like that would be funny. Oh my gosh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Actually, I and you just I'd stay, buy one. And you just, you or you just, could like rent it. Maybe it's like something oh, that Disney offers cool. to rent. Suggestion box, yes. my first one. <laughs> yeah, your first one. That'd be cool if they could like yeah rent a car out and just you know for. 30 minutes. If you could rent a minivan. No, because no. you have to drive the minivan. No, 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 no. They drive you in a minivan. Yeah, that's true too, I guess. But like, cause if we, it's if not it's, as cool though as being up in the air in the monorail. Yeah, I guess. But it's a $20 flat rate and you could just like and it's say. it's not as comfortable as the monorail. Like you, that means you're just going to be in a car again. Well, it's not comfortable for the adults, but I think the kids don't care. Yeah, I guess the kids wouldn't mind. That'd be cool. Well, like, yeah, I don't know. I think the monorail is safer. It's a better option. Yeah. Well... Monorail safety has actually been a hot, uh, hot issue in the last few years because there's been a couple of monorail accidents. Yeah, but I mean, what are the chances of that? Okay, you're right. Anyways, moving on. So, okay, those are great, great options. And here's another option though. I mean, obviously if you're staying close to property or on property, you can always go back to your resort room. But what if you're staying far? And you know you don't, you can't take the time out because you want to go back to the parks pretty soon. Mm -hmm. um, you can really just go to any of the resorts that are close by. You don't have to be staying there. And Richie, you and I know firsthand that you can find a nice, quiet, relaxing spot in any one any resort, yeah. of the resorts, yeah. especially during nap time. You know, like the middle of the day, because a lot of people are going to be at the parks at that time. Yeah. So it's just really, really a wonderful option. And again, you don't have to be staying on at the resort that you decide to take a nap on or nap in. Mm -hmm. So that's a great, great quiet spot to take advantage of. Hmm. Similar to the quiet areas though of the parks that we were talking about nursing, you can literally find so many quiet spots in these parks, which is pretty crazy because, you know, to somebody who even me, who knows Disney so well, like it, it seems like the hustle and bustle is just, mm -hmm. it's everywhere. Yeah. But really, if you look, there are going to be quiet spots where yeah, but, kids can take naps. But I feel like for napping, mm -hmm. you know, especially like for people that are either traveling or whatever, or whenever they're in Disney, like it's likely going to be hot. So like, I think the yeah, best thing true. would be like, idea would be to go inside of a monorail and ride that for a couple loops. Yeah. Or to go like to find like in the closest resort and like, probably almost guaranteed there'll be a nice quiet spot somewhere in that resort where you can like let your kid like take a little nap yeah oh i totally agree yeah. awesome this is hot in florida i know it <laughs> it really is and there's so much air conditioning inside yeah. the hotels that yeah. why wouldn't you want to take advantage of that all right so last but not least Mackenzie is turning two years old as mm -hmm. we said before what sort of special things does disney do for birthdays oh okay cool this is, and this is such an important issue because what, what is more magical than spending your birthday at Disney? Yeah. I know for the last few years, I, I've spent my birthday at Disney in some way. Mm -hmm. So I totally, I mean, a two-year-old, please, she's going to love it. She's going to freak out. <laughs> okay. Well, the, one of the first things I thought of was just getting a pin. If you get a button that says it's my birthday and yeah. you know, you put your name on it, 
everybody will be wishing you happy birthday all day. Yeah, and cool. we were trying to teach Mackenzie today. Mackenzie, how old are you turning? Two. And we're she's trying to get her. Like, well, we're trying. <laughs> we're only two weeks out. Four. We have to train her for yeah. it. Yeah, she's until she's four. <laughs> Um, but literally it's just going to make your, your birthday that much more special because yeah. everybody's going to be, you know, celebrating you in a way. And I yeah. mean, that's kind of what Disney does is they make your celebrations even more special. Yeah. And cool. my sister wanted to also know like if there was like a bakery around Orlando that she could get like special cupcakes or a cake, but Disney does that. They have, a, you, if you request 72 hours in advance, they can literally deliver a specially made cake to your dining reservation, for instance. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know what the pricing is like, yeah. <laughs> but it's just a great option to make, you know, whoever whoever's birthday it is a little bit more special and magical because yeah. they're probably not going to know that it's happening. Yeah. It's fun yeah. to surprise people. That's true. You can also specially request gifts anything that you want be put in your resort room for instance if you're staying on property mm -hmm. so that when you arrive that you see all this magical stuff already there to greet you yeah and remember a couple um a couple months ago when you called disney and asked hey can i have you know mickey mouse call my room or something like that mm -hmm. well it turns out you know a character can call your room and wish you a happy birthday yeah. when you're staying on property I don't know if she'd, she'd appreciate that, though, being two. No, she's but, only two. I'm just saying <laughs> yeah, but I, I we think, could do you know, all these things, though. Like, you know, four or later, I think you start, they're able to realize, that, huh, Goofy just said happy birthday. <laughs> Mom! <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was Goofy. Yeah. What? You're lying. But, um, yeah, I mean, Disney is, they, one of the crazier things I did read that Disney can do for a special occasion on it, okay, obviously, like when maybe Mackenzie's a little bit older, they can have almost a special coronation, like a public coronation of her as a princess. They can give her a glass slipper, a robe, a tiara, and declare her a princess. Will they do that for like a prince also, like when Jackson gets older? Oh, I hope so. You didn't see that? No, I just saw princess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully they, you know, are not gender biased in I that know. situation. I know. <laughs> so. But I mean, there's, I, I could go like just being there, like the cast members go out of their way to make sure that you're having the most special day, Yeah. you know? And that's why people, even if it's like their birthday month and they make their trip to Disney, they'll just wear the button because they know that it's going to be that much more special. <laughs> yeah. It's my birthday month. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So it's just going to be a really, really fun trip. I'm so excited to test out all these ideas yeah. firsthand and... We'll report back in a trip report probably um, to see if any of them worked. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm just so excited. And I'm so happy to be back podcasting with you. I know. I know. It's like the momentum was slightly, slightly paused for a second, mm -hmm. but we're back at it. Yes. And we just want to thank everybody for listening, for tuning in. It's yes. just, it's such an honor to be able to be in your lives right now talking about Disney. Yes. Yes. I greatly appreciate everybody listening in. And um, with that though, if you're listening on iTunes, we really appreciate if you can just uh, drop us a quick rating on there with a comment, We, you know, whether it's five stars, two stars, one and a half, like whatever it may be, let us know what you think about it and drop us a line in the, uh, in the reviews and ratings section on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah, we love your feedback. We just want to get better and improve to be the best Disney podcast there is. Yeah. 
And we're available on iTunes. We are on iTunes, which our link is in our Instagram bio. On Instagram, we're at DisneyWTF.radio. We are also on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Medium, where you can find some articles written by about Disney. Yes, by Lori. So Lori has some pretty awesome articles on Medium.com. Just go to Medium.com forward slash DisneyWTF, and you'll find some real cool stuff on there. Yeah, and thank you guys so much again for tuning in. We really, really appreciate it. We hope you have a wonderfully magical day. 